You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning again, everyone. This is Father Greg Luger at St. Joseph's in Williston. I am here with Lori Leffer. Uh, we just heard from Monsignor Greg Schlesserman of the Diocese of Fargo about St. Patrick. And now here for our next segment, we are here with, fa- uh, with Father Paul Timmerman of the Diocese of New Ulm uh, to help us uh, talk about relational prayer. So, Father, how are you today? Good morning. Doing well. And you? I am doing well. So uh, today, uh, as I just mentioned, uh, we're talking about uh, relational prayer, and I have here in my notes that we are supposed to, pl- to pray like a pirate, uh, yeah. so, <laughs> and so I wonder if you could uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, excellent. So, yeah, so there's um, uh, a form of prayer that I learned through spiritual direction training, and uh, through IPF, the Institute for Priestly Formation, that I found just uh, has revolutionized my prayer life and many other people's. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the, and it, there's four steps, and uh, uh, with an acronym, A-R-R-R. So to just help people remember it, yeah, like in just pronouncing it R, like, you know, like a pirate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's what they call it, the pirate's prayer. Are but, um, needy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do Do you think that Saint Patrick used this too, Father? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I, mean, I think so. You know, I think the saints really did use this. Um, it, yeah, I, don't, I think it's just uh, formalizing something that a number of the saints uh, did use, actually. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like it were. Um, um, so, like I think it, one of the, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say acknowledge. Um, St. Patrick definitely acknowledged um, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so like, the first step of this is um, uh, the A, which means acknowledge. It's standing for acknowledge. And um, to acknowledge what? To acknowledge your thoughts, feelings, and desires. Because ultimately what we're trying to do in prayer is to share our mind and our heart with the Lord and to listen what's in His heart for us. And so, so first, um, like when we go into conversation, we have to just know, like, what's going on in my mind and my heart. So, so first acknowledging, yeah, my thoughts, feelings, and desires. And so it can be anything from, like, I feel tired or, like, I, I, I'm bored or, like, I, I uh, feel stressed or, like, I, I'm really joyful or I'm really grateful for this or... I'm angry about that, or and I'm frustrated that I'm angry, or <laughs> you know, like so we can also feel things about things, um, right. and uh, yeah, so it's, it's just or I feel annoyed, or I'm, I'm really distracted right now, um, it, and so um, it can be um, it's everything, you know, like the, of our thoughts, feelings, and desires, or like I desire to grow in my relationship with the Lord, or I desire to grow in my relationship with uh, my spouse or um, I, yeah, like uh, with my son, daughter, my mom, dad. So mm-hmm. um, or I desire peace within this relationship. So, so yeah, so the first step is A, acknowledge. I'm just acknowledging all of that. Um, and uh, 
And the trick here is acknowledging all of them. Um, Great. That's what I was just going to ask you. How how do you encompass, like, you'd want to put the good and the bad in there, right? Do you take turns at doing that? And and how um, much time do you spend on just that portion? That's a good point. Um, But I think, yeah, it is important to acknowledge all of it, not just, like, the good ones, but also, in a sense, the quote-unquote bad ones and the ugly ones where where how sometimes we see some of our thoughts, feelings, and desires as bad or ugly. Or, um, and so we want not without filter, just acknowledging all of it. Then as far as how long this takes, I think part of it depends on your temperament, to be honest, uh, where I think some temperament, they know what they're uh, feeling and, um, you know, just like that. And like it's just like a second instinct or, yeah, like they just know it. Whereas... Um, we tease in my priest of fraternity that sometimes uh, that one of the other priests who is really intuitive that he um, knows like what I'm feeling before I do. <laughs> so, yeah, so so I think it yeah it depends on your temperament, but um, yeah, so so it, so sometimes it can take a little while, or sometimes it's just like it's uh, very clear, like it's right at the surface kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. So that then leads us right into the second step of R. So first step, A, acknowledge my thoughts and desires, and second step, R, release. And that just means to honestly share those with the Lord, like to share my thoughts, feelings, and desires, to tell Him about them. And I can share these with Jesus or with the Father or or with Mary, um, so whomever I feel drawn to. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so, so I just... I tell Jesus or I tell the Father everything. Like I, I don't hold back. Even and if I and if I um, there's something that I don't want to tell him, I tell him like uh, that I don't want to tell him about this. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah, but he like, knows, Father. But he knows. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So that's exactly the thing where where the Lord, like Jesus, tells us, like. He, the Lord already knows what we need before we ask, but yet Jesus tells us to ask. Right. And so, so, so in prayer, um, right, it's important that we actually uh, foster this relationship and that, and recognizing that, like, the Lord wants to know. And so, as we come to prayer, in trusting that He actually is my loving Father and He cares about me and He wants to know what's going on in my mind and my heart. You know, like with a loved one, when they're just being quiet at the table or what, um, like you want them to, to share with you, to tell you, like, what's going on, like, um, um, and to open up, you know. And so, likewise, the Lord desires for us to share with Him what's on our mind and our heart. So, yeah. Um, w- w- how do we... Oh, go ahead, Father. I was, I was just going to say, Father, you know, one thing that... One of my classmates once told me, it was a question I've never really forgotten when I was uh, still in seminary. You know, he said, uh, you know, if, if the only things the Lord knew about you were the things that you told him, would he really know you? No, no, you know, and of course we know that God knows all things, but you know, that's, for me, that's always been an interesting question to ponder. Um, you know, how much really am I, am I relating you know, to the Lord in my in my prayer. Um, yeah. So yeah. and that, oh, go, go ahead. 
Oh, and so, you know, I just, you know, when it comes to relating, you know, I just found how this was, you know, a really important aspect of really, you know, getting into that lived relationship, you know, with God, our gracious Father, so. Right, exactly. And, um, exactly that, yeah, we're, we're sharing with them, um, uh, the, all, all of it, um, because, uh, yeah, like, he desires a personal relationship with us. And um, uh, and so he wants to know what's on our mind, our heart. I remember I was on a retreat uh, once in the. I was sharing with the script director just some of these struggles and what was coming up in my like uh, you know like what I was struggling with. And he's and he's gen- very gently he's like, um, "Would you be willing to share that with the Lord?" I'm like, "Uh, sure." And uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know that I was supposed to. I thought I was supposed to think holy and pious things in prayer. So. I, yeah. you know, and the, and so I, that's why, I, yeah, I didn't even know that that was part of prayer right. to share with them, like what was weighing on me um, at the time, and so it was just it was a a real revelation um, of opening up this idea that you, you uh, can that you can do more, prayer. you can yeah, you mm-hmm. can do more. Um, yeah, uh, Father Paul, we we have to take a break in a minute and and uh, come back with you and and can continue with receive and respond, but this relate and, and this whole um, our um, type of prayer, this is actually could be used for um, uh, marriage, in, in, in marriage, in, in other relationships, oh, yeah. in courtship dating relationships, that um, we do the acknowledging, relating, yeah. receiving, responding, um, and in ta- taking turns. Um, I, I I really think that especially in relating, this is really becoming lost in our yeah. uh, electronic world. Yeah. Yeah. In my, at the beginning of my marriage prep, um, I teach my couples this two reasons: one, how to pray; secondly, how to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. So exactly what you're saying. Yeah. 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 The, the, it's amazing. This um, the everything. You know, you you need to get to that trust um, with your relationship with God first, and then your relationship with whoever you are working with, or um, like say you're a student in school and you need to trust your teacher that your your teacher is giving you what you need um, to learn yeah. and to respond back. Um, if you're out there and you're you're a grandparent, um, you you want to trust that your grandchild is listening to you and learning from you, and that uh, it will become vice versa back that you that you can listen to them and trust them that they are going to um, feed uh, relationship and information back. Um, wow. It, it, have you um, had any, um, just really quick in like 30 seconds, do you have a instance where this just was um, very helpful, very... Um, yeah. I, with the number, like families, parishioners, where like a, so one time with a family member where they were pouring out like just how they were really struggling uh, with something, with uh, family and work, and... Um, I was just able to ask, like, help them to bring it to Jesus, and it where they were moved to tears, like just the idea of like, oh, I don't have to just, like, I thought I should just be grateful, and I, I just need to get over this and get through this, 
by themselves. And right. and so I see that time and again where this um, like tears and just freedom of like, oh, I can bring this to Jesus. I I, I can I don't have to fix this myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we come back, um, everybody, this is Lori Leffer with. Father Greg Luger. Luger. (laughs) I always put him on the spot. And our guest, Father Paul Timmerman. And he is talking to us about A-R-R-R, prayer. And uh, so please join us on the other side of this break so we can continue. And um, Father Paul can help us to connect this cross that we have to relate to the cross that Jesus has to put this in our Lent and how we can receive and respond right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Lori Leffer. 
And this is Father Greg Luger. And we have Paul, Father Paul Timmerman as our guest at this moment. We had Monsignor Gregory Schleschelman on earlier. We were talking about St. Patrick's because if you're just waking up, it is St. Patrick's Day. And a lot of you out there are on spring break. So I'm not sure you're, if you're tuning in, but uh, it's great if you have us tuned in and um, on that spring break and you're laying in bed and you're just soaking this all in. We are talking about our meaty prayer. <laughs> but um, no, we're talking about A-R-R-R prayer. And it's uh, called Acknowledge, Relate, Receive, and Respond. Um, we were just sp- speaking about now getting to receiving. Uh, so, yes. Father, go ahead. Glory. The, um, just to finish up the relate part, uh, one yes. thing I do want to say, um, so after we've acknowledged those thoughts and the desires and we're la- relating to the Lord, it's important that we that we share it all with Jesus. Because like, sometimes uh, we tend to filter our prayer and thinking like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling that way towards God. Like uh, maybe if I'm feeling angry towards God, or yeah. I shouldn't be thinking that about this other person who's not my spouse or I shouldn't be thinking this about so-and-so or thinking this about God. And so sometimes we hold back on that. Um, and uh, But actually the Lord wants it all. He wants to meet us right where we're at. And uh, and then He can carry us through it and we don't have to go through it alone. So so it's important that we share it all with Him, telling Him all about it. So, well, you know, and Father, when we, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I cut you off there. And, and, and when we don't, uh, share some of our thoughts and the desires. That's where, um, when we don't, that's when we start feeling distant and disconnected from God, because where where our real life doesn't really relate, we're not bringing that to our relationship with the Lord. So that's why it's so important to, to share all that. Um, yeah. So. Well, Father, you know something that you had brought up, you know, just in regards to relate before the break. You already said how you were in your own retreat and your spiritual director told you to you bring these thoughts, feelings, desires to the Lord. And he said, well, I'm, I thought I was supposed to just think holy thoughts. You're just in my own experience and, you know, in uh, my experience with, with um, just with the lay faithful, you know, I'll, I'll sometimes tell them, you know, uh, buyer beware. Uh, because uh, you, when you when you let the Lord into those really painful, uh, sometimes you know, uh, less pretty places, uh, He can really work. Um, yeah. And you might, you know, you might uh, you might be in for a bit of a ride. Obviously, for the good, um, you know. But um, but when we really do uh, let our Lord into those places. Um, at least in my experience, that's where I've found, you know, a lot of healing, a lot of consolation of the Lord. Um, ha- has that been, you know, a lot of your experience as well? Definitely. And that's where I and many other people who use this, where we experience the Lord's unconditional love, where He meets me in my muck and mire and my mess, and um, and He still loves me. He doesn't reject me. He, does, he still accepts me. Uh, he doesn't uh, turn away from me. So, so definitely, it's a, definitely a, um, experience of God's, uh, unconditional love, his healing and his, his mercy. Uh, Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I would like to transition then into the next, into the next R, I guess, uh, receive. Um, so what can, what can you tell us about that? 
So this is really helpful for people too, where um, and myself included, uh, where then so we're entering into conversation. So we've talked to the Lord and shared with Him everything that's on our mind and our heart. Sometimes people even write that out in a, a journal letter to Jesus. But then to receive, to listen, because it's a conversation. We're not in a monologue. God's real. He's a real person. So how do we listen to what God has to say to us? How does God speak to us? Well, God speaks to us through our thoughts, feelings, and desires, actually. Like, so that, I think, first of all, it's just helpful to know that. And, um, and so, like, uh, um, one of the things I oftentimes have people do a thought experiment, like, if so, I'll just do that. If um, right now in your head, if you can go ahead and say, like, my name is, that's my how God's is. voice sounds in your head as well. Like, because he uses your thoughts, feelings, and desires. So, so like, after you've shared it all and uh, with the Lord, and then, like, a thought comes to mind, and maybe it's a scripture verse, that's not coincidence. Um, that's the Lord, that's how he's talking to you. He's, um, or maybe there's a simple thought, like, I am with you or it's going to be okay, um, or I love you, or whatever it is, um, that's uh, the Lord speaking. That's not just, like, willful, positive thinking. Uh, that's, that's the Lord talking. And so it's important that we just know that, that that's really? coming from Him. And similarly, uh, we might, or we might have a feeling. Maybe we feel heard. Maybe we feel love. Maybe we feel peace. Maybe we feel joy or maybe we feel God's presence, those are ways of God is speaking to us, where he's showing us that he is, uh, that that's how he's talking to us. And so that's but, not just a coincidence or a psychological thing, but the Lord's real. Yeah, Father Paul, what what if um, there's somebody out there, like COVID is, was really hard on, on the youth um, and the college students this last year. What if they're feeling... Um, very confused and very like this just won't go away type feeling how how can yep. they hear how can they and i know it takes peace and and you have to um but that's hard to feel or see or get to peace when it's just um all compiled and it's just there and it just won't go away yeah great question so so the beautiful thing is we don't have to get ourselves there like where we just cry out to the Lord, where, like, um, like Saint Mother Teresa described herself, her posture and prayer as that of a beggar. So, like, where we turn to Jesus and we say, like, Jesus, I, I'm, I feel confused. Like, um, I'm just uh, struggling here. And, uh, and so we go back to acknowledging that, relating that to the Lord, and sharing with Him uh, this, what, what's coming up. And um, the other thing um, that can help is... Uh, um, where we recognize that also the evil one likes to get into our prayer as well. Like, he, he wants to talk to us as well. He's the father of lies. And so um, so with that, how do we know if it's God who's talking to us or the evil one who's talking to us? Well, this right. is the key, is that Jesus says, you know a tree by its fruit. And so what is the fruit of God's voice? Um it tends to have a, a sense of lightness or clarity and peace. And so if that's the case, <clears throat> then that means it's of God. Those are like fruits of how God speaks. And so we just receive those and we hold on to those because the truth will set us free. But if 
if we notice that there's like heaviness or confusion or discouragement um, after we've re- related things to the Lord and then we, we like a thought comes to us and, uh, and there's like has heaviness or confusion or discouragement, then those are not uh, fruits of the Lord. Those, that's, uh, that's of the evil one, so we reject it. We don't even try and sift through it or try to uh, figure out what, no, we just reject it. Um, that's Can- what... Father, uh, I'm going to jump in here. Can you give an example? We have about three minutes left. Can you give an example yeah. of how to reject it? And then is that our response? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, so say um, the thought comes to me after I've poured out my heart or thought, like, I really sh- or I should be um, applying myself, giving myself more generously, you know, to myself or to my children or to uh, my schoolwork or what, and um, and uh, to the Lord in prayer. And those sound really holy, right? Um, so the evil one, he knows how, he's very subtle in his lies, otherwise we wouldn't believe him. But he likes to use the should. And notice oftentimes with like that, where what, what accompanies that, like uh, with the should, is that, you know, like, I should be doing this and that, uh, where it's a heaviness, a discouragement. And so, so it's with that where then I recognize, like, wait a minute, if there's a heaviness and discouragement, and then this is not of God. That's just not how God talks to us. Like, he's so ridiculously gentle with us. It's crazy. Um, it, and so so with that, then, where I don't I don't go there. Like, I just, I, I could say, like, in the name of Jesus Christ, I reject a lie that, you know, like, um, uh, that... Uh, whatever the lie was that came up, that that like I'm really uh, just failing in this and that, um, but um, I hold on to the truth and, and and so what is the truth? The truth um, is that I was baptized and so I be baptized in the Christ. I became a beloved son, a beloved daughter of God the Father, mm-hmm. and He delights in me even if I don't feel that way right now and I and I don't see that. And so I hold on to that truth. So, okay. Father, so, r- Father, really quick, we have to jump into the respond. We have like 30 seconds yeah. left. Okay, so then lastly, after I've uh, received from the Lord, then um, I just respond, like, whether it's saying thank you <laughs> uh, yeah. for whatever it was that he said, was, um, uh, or it's praising God, or maybe it's a, uh, if I became aware of a, a lie, it's re- renouncing that lie. But, um, yeah, so just entering that conversation. Thank you, Father, for being with us. And thank you for everybody out there listening. Um, come b- right back with us and uh, let's uh, continue our conversations here on Real Presence Live. <music> 